it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's topic is overcoming public speaking blunders. So public speaking is one of those things that everyone has to do once in their life, and they're bound to have a not-so-great speech once in a while. And that happened for me last week, and I'm going to share about this experience because I really struggled with getting over the embarrassment. And since this is such a common topic, I want to help someone who might go through this just like I did. So I was making a speech to want to be president of the business fraternity I'm in on campus and going into winter break, I had a vision for what that speech would look like. And I was never really hung up on the results of if I was elected because my friend who was the other person making a speech had all the qualifications and would do a great job either way. But I love public speaking and surprisingly, I've never been really that nervous going up to the stage, which I'll get into more about why in a little bit. But whenever I have the opportunity to speak, I get really motivated. And that's what I did for this one because I knew I had some good ideas. So the day after Christmas, I began thinking about how I wanted it to be organized. I wanted to give enough about the why in me being president while also giving very tactical ideas and finishing up with a strong introduction. So I drive my Jeep to the library and start planning every day. Okay, how can we improve the organization? What things are in place that I like as is and what would I want to expand on? what would make it more social and once i developed these perspectives i began seeking more members and alumni input to see if these ideas are feasible and then my ideas began evolving and becoming more specific as they came along then i would keep calling other people up getting their perspective and then start critiquing my drafts to see what i can do to make it the most efficient as possible and as we got closer and closer to the day the excitement began building because i was closer and closer to finally getting the opportunity to deliver it and then the day came and I learned a very valuable lesson. Sometimes you have a vision for something and do everything possible to be prepared for it and you could get a completely different result. And looking back on it, it's, it's kind of funny and mostly self-inflicted, but by sharing these stories of the day, I wanna send the message that it's okay that things don't work out all the time. But I wake up and I'm like, I'm ready. And then later on in the day, I was like, I need to have a filling meal today. And if anyone knows me, I don't cook too much, but we had Italian sausages in the freezer and I'm like, all right, time to start making food. This is filling, let's do it. I'm cooking away, keep on cooking until the outside looks perfectly cooked. And then mistake on me, I assume that if the outside's cooked, the inside is as well. And I kept on eating the sausages and even though I didn't realize that they weren't cooked then, I found that out later. Not to be too graphic, but I just started yakking aggressively in my bathroom and I live in a frat house and my bathroom's like the party bathroom. So it's like the dirtiest one in the house. And I look around thinking to myself, this is as low as it could possibly get. And then my friend Aaron texted me later on and I told him I've just been throwing up a ton. And he's like, are you gonna be all right to make the speech tonight? And I'm like, of course, <laughs> not a chance I don't because I still had that vision in sight and undercooked food was not gonna be a reason for me to not make the speech. So we fast forward to the night and I have my friend listening to my practice speech of mine. And I knew that that was the best practice I've done. And I'm feeling pretty good and was about to hop into the Zoom room for the meeting and was really excited to speak. So I get into the Zoom room and I have my personal hotspot on because our Wi-Fi in the house is not good. And even with the hotspot, it was just not working out. I was getting kicked out of the meeting multiple times and was freaking out because I was the first position to go. So I called up legit like five of my friends who live nearby and none of them picked up. And then I called up my friend Peter, who I should have called first because he literally lives the closest. And he said, come on over. Stupid me, I didn't drive, so I decided to skate. And when you're in a rush, you aren't thinking logically. So instead of putting on sneakers, I skated in my flip-flops. Instead of putting my laptop in my backpack, I was 
holding on to my laptop on my skateboard with a black zoom screen while still in the meeting because now my hotspot for some reason was working outside. So picture a dude who's wearing a button down and blazers with a tie and sweatpants and flip flops who's also holding a computer while skateboarding down Loyola Boulevard. And I'm making my merry way down the street while in the meeting and my board hits a rock and I just wipe out. And th thank God my screen was black because it would have been very interesting if people saw that progression. But this couple, this old couple is walking by and comes to help me. And I could tell that they're thinking, what the hell is this kid doing wearing sweatpants and a blazer in flip flops going down Loyola Boulevard? And I'm gushing blood on my leg and I say, thank you so much for helping me out, but I need to be somewhere. So I'm closer to my house at the time and I know I have bandages. So I run back and my friend Chris takes me to Peter's. And this all happened in 10 minutes. Now, I get to Peter's, I'm in my seat, good Wi-Fi. I even have time to spare. And in that moment, I was almost glad that the food poisoning and wiping out happened because it gave me more motivation for the speech. I was feeling good now. And then it happened. I hop into the room and start my speech. Still feeling the same, very excited, not really nervous. I have my speech memorized and I have my slideshow and everything's going well. And then it happened. I completely forgot which line was next. And although I had a reference sheet next to me, I panicked and I just couldn't recover. So to break it down for you, I was like, you know, yada, 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 yada. And then, oh, I completely forgot what I was gonna say. And it was almost like the Jeopardy theme song was running through my head because I was just like, I can't think of anything. and it did not get any better whatsoever. My sentences were not making sense. I was bumbling around trying to deliver my ideas and it was just getting worse and worse. And every moment during that speech, I just wanted to sink in my seat and go black screen because it was like an out of body experience. I had never had a speech like that before and all the preparation I put into it and the vision that I had for it turned out to be the worst possible end result that I could have had. And part of it was because I don't get embarrassed that much. In this situation, I felt even more embarrassment and that all ties back to my childhood. Just to get personal for a second, when I was little, you know, the teachers would always meet with parents to talk about classroom performance and they would always say that I'm a good student, but I was as quiet as a church mouse, as one of my teachers said. And as I grew up, my biggest insecurity was that I was too quiet. Not in every moment, but for certain travel teams, everyone would be joking around and having a good time. And I was always afraid that People would judge what I was gonna say because I just didn't talk as much as they did. And sometimes when I somehow ended up in a room with a kid on the team and it was just us, I would hate awkward silences and would just think that they would rather be hanging out with someone else who seemed more interesting and was funnier and more talkative than myself. But one day, which was my first real memory of public speaking, I went up to the front of the classroom and just wasn't nervous at all. I remember it so vividly because I finally had the time to prove myself and show other people a different side of me. And because this time was given all of us, I felt like I had an opportunity. And ideas and thoughts were always stirring in my head, but they were much different than what other people were interested in and talked about. So I never shared them, but here was my time. And the prompt was about which family member meant the most to me. And I was talking all about my mom. And now I'm super close with my dad and also my mom, but I just kept talking. And when I finished, Everyone just looked shocked. 
because I gave a little bit of everything, emotion, humor, insightfulness, and now the kid that never talked became the most interesting person in the room. And that's the moment I realized that my opinions and thoughts had much more value than I ever thought. And I would continue to struggle with being too quiet and having those self-doubts. But every time I went up and talked, I would feel so empowered and stronger than any other time. And that's why I love public speaking. And that's another huge reason I started this podcast. Although those doubts are completely gone, each week I am able to tell that little kid that every week you're getting more and more interesting than you ever thought you would. And when I'm done with this, I can realize how far I've come. And because of how much effort I put into public speaking, making things flow, impacting others. That's why it was so hard to accept how that speech last week turned out for me because of how much it was tied to my childhood. And even though I don't have those insecurities anymore, I still wanted to show that side of myself. And because it flopped, I just was shook. So I immediately called my dad because he's the one who I was always talking to about this. And I'm like, that was horrible. <laughs> like, they're probably thinking I'm the worst speaker ever, something that I pride myself on. And they're probably never gonna let this go. And he's like, Will, you're thinking about this a lot more than they are. And you don't win or lose, you win or learn. So what I wanna ask you is how can you learn from this? How can you make this situation a positive? And I'm like thinking, you know, as I do. And I said, I just wanna do a podcast episode about it to help other people because this feeling sucks. It just sucks. And he's like, that's exactly what I was gonna to say to you. Make a podcast episode about this. You know your first speech might have sucked, but make the second one great. And right after, my friend Aaron calls me up and I'm still shook and I'm like, what the hell was that? I just wanna dig my face into the pillow. And you might be like, why were you so shook? But the why is really important in this situation. This wasn't just a speech about being president. It was all tied back to my identity and the type of life I'm living now and how that's connected to my childhood, just like every other time I speak. But I just never realized it because I never felt like I botched it that much. And something that brought a lot of pride to me, suddenly I felt like I lost control of it and people would view me a different way. But Aaron's a great friend and he was like, this happens to everyone, man. Keep thinking about all the progress you made even though it didn't turn out the way you wanted. People understand that this happens and you're gonna get through it. So I go back to the room and then I turned my screen back on and did what would give me relief. And I kept saying to myself, your speech might've sucked, your first one, but make your second one great. And slowly, as I began making fun of myself more and thinking of the day and how sometimes our vision for something fails, I began being filled with energy and started to even smile. And I might've even looked like a complete weirdo because I was smiling at random times on the screen, but I was able to flip the switch and even started talking later on and acting like it didn't even happen. And I'm about to get into some advice to help you guys because I know I've thrown a lot of experiences out there, but I think it's sometimes helpful to hear someone's story. But something really unbelievable happened a couple days ago. So I posted on my social media pages about this episode coming out and the description of it. And I'm sleeping, it's like three in the morning. And sometimes when you get a notification, you know, your like screen lights up and it woke me up. And I saw a message from this American guy living in France who said, I love this topic. It's very relatable to what I'm going through right now. And it's like 12 p.m. there. So I text him back and I say, can we call? I just had that urge. And we started talking and he mentioned he had a public speaking blunder the other day. I asked him to tell me about it. He goes into a story and, 
And it's spooky how similar it was to mine. He's telling me it happened on Wednesday night. He prepared really hard since after Christmas, had slides and everything and had it all memorized and forgot what he was gonna say and it just didn't get better. And this was all the same for me. But then I asked him, I'm like, why did this bother you so much? And he was like, I've always felt in control when public speaking. And although I'm no way like this now, I used to be very insecure because I was really quiet. And this was a way to show people another side of me. And in this moment, I'm just shook because I'm talking to someone who's on the other side of the world. And it's almost like I'm talking to myself on the phone. And then he goes on and says, me and my wife listen to your podcast all the time. And I just want to commend you on what you're doing. You have such great insight and you're just real with people. And I'd always seen two people had downloaded my episodes from France, but never had a face to this number. But now I did. And now it was no longer a number. It was a constant reminder that you turned an insecurity of yours into a great asset. And even when you're embarrassed about how things went, you flipped it into a positive. And now, looking at that public speaking blunder, I can really only see the positives. Feeling embarrassed will allow me to have thicker skin. I was able to learn that sometimes things don't turn out the way you want, even when you put in all the effort. And that if I never had that experience, I would have never been reminded of the impact my podcast has on people that aren't even living in this country. And be able to see that I'm also not going it alone because I'm able to have a conversation about a problem that happened with me thousands away from another person who's having a similar problem. Now, for you, maybe you've been in this spot and you're really embarrassed and just keep thinking about all the things people are saying behind your back. Wow, that speech was terrible. I feel so bad for him. The only way that they'll feel bad for you is if you approach it from the perspective that I did initially. Why did this happen to me? I worked so hard and it doesn't even add up. This doesn't happen to anyone else and people are gonna judge me. These are all the things that I learned this week that you can flip. So for why did this happen to me? Maybe you're someone who doesn't get embarrassed easily like myself and cares a lot about other people's opinions. There's no better way to develop a thicker skin than feeling put on the spot by 40, 50, maybe 100, maybe even 200 individuals. And from there, you can realize a week down the road that you got through it and your worst fears didn't come to fruition and those people are still talking to you, still think you're chill and don't think anything less of you. So for I worked so hard and it doesn't add up, that doubt, well, what things did you work really hard on that can compound and benefit a future success of yours even though it might not have now? Maybe you learned a lot about getting feedback from others or about a certain subject and the only thing you fell short on was the communication of it. Now you can look at it like, oh, well, I gained this knowledge. Now, next time, if I just communicate it better, I'll grow even more. Next, the this doesn't happen to anyone belief. If you want to change that immediately, reach out to public speakers, maybe family, friends, anyone, because a problem shared is a problem halved. There's my bumper sticker. And soon you'll realize that you're in a bigger group than you think. And for thinking that people are going to judge you, always put it in your perspective. If someone completely botched a speech, how long would you be thinking about how embarrassing it was? Not really that long because you're gonna start focusing on your life and other stuff you need to get done. And also, people are gonna come in and out of your life. So why care too much? These are all doubts 
that went through my head this week. And it's really funny looking back at it, but in the moment, it was very tough. But I'm so glad that I was able to talk to people about it and make this episode because now I realize if I didn't screw it up, I'd be missing out on some really cool opportunities to connect with really amazing people. And always realize that you don't win or lose, you win or learn. So keep your head high, you got this. Hope you enjoyed today's talk. If you guys wanna reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19 year old shrink podcast and my personal page is WJG23. But thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Take care.